0: Well, welcome everyone. Uh, I am uh, your host today, Colin Clark. And again, we're talking about financial planning and retirement life hacks. And if, if you remember, Rick, welcome back. Thanks, Colin. We were, uh, we were talking about uh, something that's really on the top of your mind and that you deal a lot when you're working with uh, clients, whether they are retirement plan participants or they are personal uh, financial planning clients. And that's really about the conversation with parents and kids around money. And so I really appreciate that. But, you know, something's really, you know, I I really want everyone to know something about you. Okay. So I'm going to give you a little quiz real quick because you grew up uh, in the Maryland area. Uh, You went to the University of Maryland. So you are a terp. Okay. And so uh, um, I'm going to give you a little quick quiz, right? So Orioles or Nationals? Well, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'm a Nationals fan. Okay. Um, Washington football team or Ravens? Washington football team. Oh, okay. Okay. See, I'm. I you. You're like gravitating toward the D.C. area. I thought you're a Baltimore guy. Um,
1: so, so hey, Colin. So I got to correct you on one thing. So okay. I didn't, didn't grow up in the in the Maryland area. Grew up in the Chicago area. That's right. So, yeah. So came out here to the to the East Coast to go to school. And and it, 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 you know the the way I got out here was my my father uh, had a job transfer right about the time I was going to school. So that's how I got here. So going to school in the D.C. area. You know, at it, it, it College Park was kind of what made me gravitate towards those that city sports teams, and, and also um, I married into a very strong Washington football team
0: family. Then and see, and then that happens. You know, when when you when you abandon your Bears and your Cubs, then you decide to uh, adopt. You know, the uh, the the wife's uh, you know teams. I get it. So uh, and then I also know that you're an avid. Uh, a bike rider, bicyclist, I guess. So uh, did you ever want to be in a Tour de France?
1: uh, No, that's (laughs) way, way past my abilities. I, we were, we talk about the fun. I was on a, I was on a ride just recently and, and all the guys I was riding with were talking about that and just, First off, those guys are about, you know, six feet tall. They weigh about 135 pounds. So there's no, there is not an ounce <laughs> of body fat on these guys and they, they are all muscle. Well, that
0: has never been me. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, thank goodness you're really good at your job. Okay. That's what I always say. I always have to remind myself, at least I'm really good at my job. Yep. So, so let's pick up where we left off. Um, in terms of uh, kids and money. So I know that you uh, mentioned to me that that you have a great story about one of your clients. Can you share a little bit about that story and how it relates to our conversation? Yeah. Um,
1: I, I have a client, uh, You know, one we manage her retirement plan. I've, I've known her for a long time, a good friend. We went to college together. And in one of our reviews, uh, I asked her, do you ever talk to your children about money? she said, yeah, we, we talk about it a fair amount with them. And, and she asked if she could bring her children to the next our next review. And I said, definitely. And for that next review, her daughter joined us. And, uh, you know, I talked to her a little bit about compound interest and showed her some calculation how money grows over time. And, you know, this, the longer amount of time we have to keep the money invested, the more the money grows, you know, given enough time via compounding that amount invested turns into a pretty phenomenal number. So I shared all that with her. Well, the, the, so the fun thing is a year later, her kids met with me to invest money. And these are two college kids. And the amount of money they invested was was pretty impressive. So I believe her conversations with, with them over time about money went a long way.
0: So that's, that's great. Um, you know, obviously you have children. I have children. Uh, we both took steps. Uh, you mentioned earlier what what was the one thing your parents did for you at an early age that really set you on the right path when it comes to setting up accounts and money and things like that?
1: Yeah. The the one thing that did did help for me was my my, my parents wanted me to establish a checking account and a savings account. And my mother literally drove me down to the bank and had me set up a checking account, sat with the person. It was, it was all very impressive. You know, I'm walking in this bank building and yeah. down and, and going through that. And, and you know, it makes you feel pretty good. Now people don't use checks a lot today, but that was what, that was the way we paid for things back then. Right. So that was the one thing that kind of set me on the, on the right, on the right track and then putting a little bit of money away. And it was, was, it was a little bit in, in the savings account every time I
0: could. Well, I know my kids have debit cards cause that's really what has been replaced yep. by checks. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, I think one new phenomenon, which I'm interested to get your take on. So my kids use the banking apps because I have teenagers, yours are older. Um, my kids use the banking apps. They see their debit card. They can see when their money is going to be gone. Yeah. But uh, but there's been a whole cottage industry that's popped up specifically for bank accounts and debit cards toward kids. And so I'm I'm curious. Do you feel like every you know how ha- you know taking the kids down to the actual bank though, rather than doing it all online? Uh, I think is a valuable exercise.
1: Yeah, I do too. I, I like the idea of, of introducing, one of, one of the things I made sure we did, uh, Karen, my, my wife and I made sure that we did was introduce our children, not only to our, our, say, a banking relationship, but to all the other relationships we had. And that is, for example, um, an attorney, uh, an accountant. Uh, when I grew up, my father did his own taxes, we didn't have a family attorney. Uh, like I said, my mom pretty much handled the, the the banking information. So, as as when I got in this business, one of the things one of the things we were taught to do is establish those other professional relationships to further our client relationships, and that's to help our clients. So we made sure that our kids met all of those relationships we had.
0: That, that's great. So, so I know I establish different accounts for my kids. What, what types of accounts would you uh, encourage parents to set up to help their kids on, a, on the right path to being financially yeah, independent? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: So today, as you mentioned earlier, things have changed a lot. Um, we do recommend getting a bank account for your kids, but with the things like a debit card. Okay. That's probably the norm today. Um, we do recommend things for your young children. That I think the best savings vehicle out there for college is the 529 plan. Yeah. Um, if there is some extra money available, uh, establish a, some sort of investment plan for your kids and that can take mm-hmm. many forms. But as I just spe- I was speaking earlier about this client I have, we just through some su- simple conversations with them, we decided to go on some growth accounts because they didn't want to touch that money for for 10 to 15 years but had full access to it. And so we put them in some growth accounts. So so I recommend, depending on the time period we have and the amount of money we have, uh, things like investments in in mutual funds and set up a bank account and um, just continue to add, add to them over time.
0: Well, one of the you know that that's exactly right. Um, I did establish stock accounts for my kids and, and obviously the five two nine, you kind of check the boxes. That's what we always talk about in financial planning is check the box, right? Yep. But I think yep. one of the most fun things that you're making me reminding me of, Rick, is when I sat down with my oldest son and he picked his own stocks. Yeah. And then and nice. then when when it paid for his college and he saw what his stock picks did, and, and he was picking things like Walt Disney, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, you know, and, and, and I would monitor the account. And if I thought something was, uh, you know, maybe not the right path or whatever, you know, I might make a decision. I, I was a custodian. But, sure. um, you know, really, when it comes down to it, uh, it's almost like uh, you, you remember that book by Peter Lynch, A Walk Down Wall Street. Right. Here's our book yeah. recommendation for the day. Um, you know, famous fidelity money manager. You know, you, you pick stocks about things that you know, and and believe it or not, my son picked things that he knew. He loved Star Wars. So See, Colin, this, is gonna sound
1: like it, this is going to sound like it was set up this conversation, but it wasn't because as soon as you said your son picking stocks and he said, Disney, the name that immediately came to me was Peter Lynch. Right. And because that was what he was all about. You remember this in the book. He said, hey, if you like Coca-Cola, you invest in companies. That or places that carry Coca Cola, and so, or, or if you like Star Wars, you, you invest in in that company that produces Star Wars films, and and um, so that has turned into a very good formula for investing. That's quite impressive, by the way, that your son picked those and it paid for his college.
0: Well, and again, this these are by no means stock recommendations because we are not in that business. So, from a compliance yep. standpoint, you know, our, our compliance guys is is uh, probably editing this out right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, well, but just anecdotally, not- you know, yeah. it, it made sense. You know, so um, he was really proud of that. And yeah. um, but but you know, if you want, if you don't feel comfortable with that, you mentioned mutual funds, um, mm-hmm. ETFs, exchange traded funds are, are great uh, ways to diversify a portfolio and make sure that uh, your kids are getting exposure to uh, inflation. Uh, you know, being yeah, there's there all these things.
1: Yeah, um, all, all these things are available now and with the amount of information we have available now, um, you can learn, you can learn everything you want to learn about investing. Um, because of the business you and I are in, I still pl- do advocate at some point, talk to a financial professional. They can really give you some good guidance on this stuff. Uh, but the the sooner you start, the better off you will be uh, in 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 your life, you know, with investing.
0: No, exactly. Um, you know, and Rick, one other thing you mentioned to me as we kind of wrap up the second part of this uh, discussion is you know we've seen this presentation from uh, MIT. They yeah. they have a they have this division called the Age Labs. Can you yeah. can you share them and elaborate a little bit why that's so how it weaves into our discussion and why it's so important?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, this thing I love this uh, MITH lab and this concept of eight thousand days. And this came out as you know, Colin, out of a out of a workshop that you teach called the Plant Sponsor University. Uh, And this concept that was developed by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, uh, a lot of really bright folks there, broke down the human lifespan into 8,000 day increments. 8,000 days is about 22 years. So, from birth to death in 8,000 day segments, and what does it look like for the average human being? Well, I will tell you this just if you look, if you think about the past two conversations you, you and I have had, The first 22 years is very impactful on your child's learning. So what I encourage parents to do along with everything else, you teach your child along the way, which, which is a lot, isn't it? Um, Make money. One of those things you discuss often. And I think it will pay big dividends for your child as they head out in
0: the world. Absolutely. No, that's great. Um, Rick, this has been, Uh, very enlightening, very insightful. You know, I love doing this because I learn something new every single time as well. So uh, Rick, uh, great stuff. I appreciate your wisdom, uh, your leadership and guidance and want to thank everyone for joining us. Financial planning and retirement life hacks. Rick Hope, have a great rest of your week. Thanks,
1: Colin. Thanks. I enjoyed being with you.
2: That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, We'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial.
0: Okay, let's take another quick pause since uh, Jeff is fast forwarding through all this. You can say hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff.